Hey, listeners. Thanks for joining us on the Real Robinsons podcast. That's Rob. And she's Robin. And we're here to speak about all the things onto pertaining about the Robinson family. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Real Robinsons or Instagram at the Real Robinsons. Yeah, so it's two places. It's all the same. Um, this is part two of uh, last week's episode or whenever you listened to it before the episode before this one. <laughs> so um, we just kind of capping it off. You got a little bit of the build up leading to the first ever meeting uh, between me and Robin. And then um, now you're getting the second half after the meeting. You know, <laughs> we first locked eyes and she looked at my feet. What? And everything and seeing that I had big socks. Really? And whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> and um You saw that I wasn't actually a kid. Yeah. And she didn't speak like a three year old in person. Whatever. So um we're just gonna go ahead and roll into uh, the other half of the episode. And um once again, if you want to be a part of the show, we're not answering questions on this one. But um if you want to be a part of future episodes, you can submit your questions to us um uh, via email by using mail at randomrobcast.com almost lost it and then um you can uh tweet at us at the mentioned twitter accounts and uh instagram accounts and use the hashtag two robs pod i mean it can be any questions you want it can be about um uh relationship advice you know or just any random questions in general but all that being said here's part two of in the beginning enjoy so all right um you said a year later like a year and a half. Year and a half later. So that would put it um around the end of two thousand six going into seven or more mm-hmm. or something like that. So okay. Um for me, two thousand six up until around the time we met in what, two thousand eight? We did we got married in two thousand eight. We, we met in the end of two thousand seven. No, we met in the somewhere around the middle of two thousand seven. Yeah, because it's I remember not too long after my birthday or something, right? Right. Because yeah, okay. I remember um, a few times, you know, we talked for a while on the phone and everything. And then um, we finally met up. Yeah. And then I remember. Um, Forgive me in my timelines. So. It's okay. <laughs> a few times when we would try and do something, you would be going to Louisiana and it yeah. was close to the holidays and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So earlier higher half of uh 2007 mm-hmm. so for me um 2005 2006 almost into so into 2005 going into 2006 and everything i met this other girl young girl so i was like in your place <laughs> whatever because <laughs> i'm the young guy she's the older mature hey. lady <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm watching it. You watching you on that couch? Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) But um, I was with this girl, and um, at this time, I felt like I was the mature one in the relationship, which I was just about being older, and I've been through some shit already. And she was younger than me, so she hadn't really been through shit yet. So she wind up um, catching me. Um, getting ready to go into a deployment, much like somebody else I know that I'm looking at that's in the room with me right now. Mm-hmm. And um, that played out for a while. Then uh, over time, it was just it wound up being more of a 
maturity thing because like she was where I was when I came back from Iraq the first time. It's just like she wasn't too long out of school, never mm-hmm. really been anywhere, done anything on her own and whatnot. And um, I almost kind of robbed her of that in a sense because she was like with me so she couldn't really hang out and party like she wanted to because I mean, why the fuck am I going to let you do that, you know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> but uh, that's what it was. She always wanted to go hang out and party and smoke weed and everything, which I could not partake into because I don't have anything against weed. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just problematic because she kept wanting to do young girl shit and I was more of, you know, that structured relationship guy, which I had no idea how that really shit worked because I would probably have better relationships, <laughs> but, um, it didn't work out and it just got crazy toward the end to where like it kind of spilled over into me and you meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I moved to South Carolina. Um, I made the smart decision of buying a house in a bad neighborhood which I mean, you we'll get into that later. <laughs> but um, it was just that growing pains or whatever dealing with this young, immature person that just wanted to hang out and not really work and you know pull weight, and me trying to you know shoulder all the burden and you know trying to be with this person and even though it wasn't working, yada yada yada, you know that same old sad puppy dog shit. And um, I just had enough. Because she was from Jacksonville, North Carolina. Well, not from there, but around that vicinity. And all her family was there. So I got picked to go to Sardin's course back in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Mm. So I was like, ah, finally a freaking break. You know, I can go there for a couple of weeks, be away from her. And she, <laughs> she tagged along and she was like, ah, I miss my family. I want to go home. <laughs> so around this time, I, I got her a car. And it was just like a $1,500 car. One of my guys that I worked with, he was um going to Japan and he couldn't, he didn't want to take the car. So okay. he sold it to me for like $1,500. Mm-hmm. So I, I got it for her. Mm-hmm. So um, she followed me back down to Jacksonville. I knew she was following me. I mean, I didn't like, I picked up and left to go and she just got right. in the car and came down. Right. I mean, it was planned. So um, saved some money because I didn't have to stay in the hotel. I stayed with her and her parents and everything. And it's, it was just, um, it was really falling apart. It was just becoming toxic to me. You know, I just, I was finding less joy in the situation and whatnot. And at the time, it was just like, given the bad shit that I was in before, I was like, I, I don't want to be dealing with this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. So I can remember the um, day we was in the freaking parking lot. Uh, over there, um, I forget. You know, I forget where it was. What by Top Dogs? <laughs> okay. It, we were sitting in that parking lot, and uh, we was arguing. She was just going on about this sh- same shit, same shit, just dumb shit. You know, immature kid shit. Just like I, I was. T- I just like you know what? I would rather be by myself than sit here and deal with you and your bullshit. And she's like, "You breaking up with me?" I was like, "I would rather be by myself." <laughs> to sit here and deal with you and your bullshit. Okay. You know, so I don't even remember what happened after that, after I said that. I mean, I know I left and um, I was being a dick and an asshole because the car was still in my name. So I took her car and I drove it and I put it at uh, Ray House, uh, Ray, on, the okay. one that did my boots. Okay. He lived there. He was still in the military then. So I went, took, because she didn't know where he lived. I took her car. I drove it over to his house. And um, 
stuck it in his garage and kept it there. <laughs> and then, um, you know, so I was there down there for Sergeant's course for like almost a month and a half, two months. Mm-hmm. And we was just there, broke up together and everything. <laughs> So you so, still stayed with her parents? No, no, no. I, I went stay. stay with, with, I went stay with. Right. I went back to the barracks. Oh, okay. Like I had the option to either stay in the barracks, get a hotel, but mm-hmm. I, I opted to stay with them. Okay. So I, I went back and stayed in the barracks, and um, just one day I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I mean, I don't really have shit to do with her no more. I completely was going to cut her off, so I was going to just give her the car. I didn't owe that much on it anyway. I signed the shit over and the title to her and everything. And I was just like, fuck it. You don't have to pay me nothing. I'll pay off the rest of the loan. Just take this shit. Just get the fuck away from me. Um, around this time, we tried to be friends. Mm-hmm. And um, like just that quick or whatever, she already found another dude or whatever. And then, and I, I think it was somebody she already knew like mm-hmm. previous or whatever. And then I think it's a trend with me. She was talking about she was pregnant. But I knew in this time, because like I have more than three kids. Yeah, but I knew in this time it couldn't have possibly been me, and she didn't even put it on me that it was me. Oh, okay. Or whatever. You know, made it seem like it was this other guy. I was like, but this shit don't add up. I was like, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not my problem. It's his. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Because she was always talking about you know trying to pay me for the car, and I was like, no, you know what? You're about to have a baby. <laughs> Just, you know, this is a present. I mean, you're going to need transportation, get to your doctor's appointments and everything. Being sarcastic as fuck. You know, just here. Get the fuck away from me. Okay. So, I go back to South Carolina after the whole thing is over. You know, then this is round where we circling around each other and everything. So, I'm just like, I'm away for, from her for a while. And um, her shit is still in my house. <laughs> and um, she's like, I'm going to come up there and get my stuff. I'm going to stay the night and I'm going to leave the next day. I was like, no problem. But sometime up in this process, you know, I found you, you know, just surfing the net on (laughs) (laughs) blackplanet.com. Black people meet before black people meet. (laughs) And um, I can just remember seeing your pictures. Uh And I was just like, she got tattoos. And that was like the first thing. <laughs> and then everything else came secondary. I was like, she got tattoos like me. Wow, that's nice. And then I was like, oh, she got a nice smile. And got, got a nice size on. That's cool. That's cool. And, you know, I've seen all the different pictures and everything. And this is where you take over because you have a better memory than I do. Oh, here we go. So I don't remember exactly what I said to you. I probably could have just said something simply as like, hey, what's up? That's what you said. Exactly. Boom. I'm simple. <laughs> so. Yeah. So you, I get a note um, on my day off and it's, hello, what's up? How are you doing? Whatever. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't want to reply to this shit. It's like, just so, as he said, simple. But something in me, I said, hello, I'm well, how are you? And it goes back and forth like that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember one day I get a note that says, uh, is there any way I can call you? Mm-hmm. So I gave the number. And me thinking, I'm like, he's not going to call, whatever. Because by this time, we had been communicating. Um, don't, don't put times on me. We've been it. communicating 
for a, a while, a little bit. Okay. So, um, I guess you had to wait to ask for the number or whatever, but you, you did. And I gave it to you and I was thinking he's not going to call, <laughs> but you did. I answered. <laughs> I said, I said, hello. This fool says, uh, hey, can I speak can to, your I speak to your mom? Because <laughs> you sound like a little kid. I was like, my mom? She was like, yeah, um, Robin. I'm Robin. Oh, my. I'm so sorry. You sound, <laughs> you sound like a little kid. You sound like you're about nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we talked for a while. Uh, I remember we would talk we would text you would uh let me know because if i worked the midnight shift you would text me when you you know going to uh pt and everything and you know so it went like that for a while now this is um i I was trying to replay all this in my mind uh a while ago when you started about you wanted to talk about how we met Mm -hmm. uh i need you to clarify something because i know you're going to remember um the first picture you ever sent me i don't think you had a phone but you use somebody else's phone? No, I had a phone. You did? Because mm-hmm. I, I just remember it, it almost, to me, it was like you sent me a, I know it was a picture of you in your uniform because I asked for that. And I almost felt like it was a a picture that somebody else sent you that you sent to me. Was no, it? it was probably, no, because I think Sam took the picture for me to yeah. send to you. Okay, yeah, that's that's kind of where I was foggy at. All right, it was an old Suncom phone, but I had yeah, a phone. yeah, yeah. That's what, it, yeah, it was the phone because it wasn't it almost like a flip phone or something. Yeah, yeah it, it don't a, matter. Yes. It don't matter. It was a damn phone. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Right. That's what it was. Because I remember a flip phone, but I wasn't re- sure what it was. I thought you Suncom. Yeah, I thought yeah. you had a flip phone when you took a picture of a picture with your Mm-mm. flip phone. <laughs> no, Sam Samuel took the picture for me. Okay. So I can send it to you. Suncom with Samuel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you, you kind of glossed over a key thing because I gave you the build up to me even, you know, going to you with the message. Mm-hmm. You said you broke up with that guy like a year and or so prior. Mm-hmm. What happened in that whole in-between time? Nothing. I was me. And, you know, the funny thing is I was a police officer. So I was in a precinct where it seemed like all the crime happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure every you know, police officer would say that, but it seemed like every time there was a murder or a robbery or anything, my black ass was on the, on the news. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget going to pay my Suncom phone bill. <laughs> I love Suncom. And there's this lady just staring at me and I'm like, okay, why the hell? I'm not in uniform or anything. And I'm like, why the hell is this lady staring at me? I'm like, what I mean? like, damn kid you not she walked up to him she said i know you and i said ma'am you don't know me because i don't know you and i rarely forget people mm-hmm. and she goes you're that cop that's always on the news yeah just like i'm always in the back i'm not talking to anybody and i didn't interview anyone because i was a patrol cop so at that time i was putting up crime scene tape yeah she's just like the janitor <laughs> in the background like everywhere <laughs> And at that, I said, I will pay my phone bill online. Let me get the hell up out of here because I was not. And people just start like everybody in the store looked at me like. Yeah, she's just, just in the background. Why would you do that? Of everything. So um, I left out, but 
I, I after that I just stopped. Like I didn't really go out anyway. Mm-hmm. I just stayed in because I'm like I don't want to be having to draw my weapon on folks out in restaurants or something like that out at the club or anything. So I just kept myself at home and started watching movies like all the time. Okay. Me by myself. I did not have children. It was just me living the life. Yeah. I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, um when did I ask could we meet? Cuz I know I had It was ask. in the summer. Okay. Um I believe it was in July. And you asked me could you could you come over? Now, this is where I'm going to take over. All right. I asked you, could I come over? You gave me the green light. Mm -hmm. And this is where everything got sticky. As previously mentioned, old girl had to come up here or she wanted to come up to South Carolina and get her shit. Mm -hmm. So she picked the particular weekend that we planned to meet up to do said (laughs) picking up of her shit. (laughs) So I think she came the day prior to when we said we was going to meet up. She came um, while I was at work. So it was a, that had to be like a Friday or something. Cause I know, I, I know I was at work uh, for whatever reason. She motherfucker still had the key. I didn't get it from her. Cause I mean, I just basically left her in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I, was, I told her I was going to mail her her shit, mm-hmm. but she's like, nah, I'm gonna come get it. Okay. So I'm at work. And um, around this time I did meet another girl and we were just like real cool. We were friends. And uh, we took a picture together when she came because she was in college and uh, she her family lived not too long from where I lived in South Carolina. So when she came one time, we took a picture together. OK. And I think around maybe Valentine's Day or something like that or, or whenever she uh, had the picture framed. So I had the picture at the house and I kept it on the um, entertainment center. So I'm at work doing work things. Oh, it's going to be a great weekend. <laughs> get a phone call it's her and she's like who is this bitch <laughs> and damn all i hear is Kish! she broke your picture and i was like fuck so i go to my um staff sergeant at the time and i was like hey man i got this crazy girl at my house she she breaking my shit and everything i, I need to go and handle this please and then because i live like 20 minutes outside of the base mm-hmm. so i had to drive a ways to get there and he's like her, it's almost lunch. Hurry up and go. And I was like, all right, cool. So I take off, flying down the highway and everything, and um, get in the house, picture on the floor destroyed, just glass everywhere. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, and I'm trying to quell the situation down and everything. I was like, look, your shit is already packed. Just get your shit and leave. You know, just, just go. I can't be here fucking around with you. I got to go back to work. I'm going to get in trouble, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a whole bunch of arguing and why me and her arguing got down work calling me like, hey, man, what the fuck you at? at?" Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm like, I'm trying to hopscotch between this shit and maybe send messages to you throughout the day telling you this crazy motherfucker's here and um, go back to work. She's like, all right, you know, we calmed it down. I go back to work. She's like, I'm going to leave in the morning. I was like, all right, cool. So, um, go to work, come back home. And um, she stayed the night, which was awkward as fuck because she wanted to sleep in the room with me, which she did. But we ain't do nothing because the day after it was like, well, I came back and see if um, 
if you was going to sleep with me or whatever. Just, you know, because it's just how she was. And I was just like, no, <laughs> you know, it's fucking weird. Because like even I think um, when we was around the t- when we broke up or whatever, she wanted to do it because she was just like, I just wanted to see if if, if we really done or whatever. I, it was weird. She just sex was the thing with her. So it's just like, all right, if I'm not feeling it, then I guess we're really done. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so which I, you know, I didn't have nothing against, but she stayed the night. Next day, I was like, "All right, you got to get the fuck out of here because I gotta go." I didn't tell her about <laughs> you, but I, I was like, "I gotta go some, do some shit." Woke up early that morning. She was like, "I need to get my oil changed and all this stuff." I was like, "There is a Walmart <laughs> up the road on your way out. You can stop there and get your oil changed and." Get the fuck on. She's like, well, uh, could you come with me? I was like, no, I don't need to come with you. Just go. So she leave pissed. I don't give a fuck. I'm getting ready to come, you know, f- find you and shit. And she called me back not too long <laughs> after she leave. Said my car broke down on 95. I was like, motherfucker. And then I'm talking to you like, hey, like I'm trying to get rid of this crazy motherfucker. But her car broke down. I got to go rescue you rescue her and shit and that delayed the meet up for another day because it was the weekend and the shop was closed that they got told to so she had to wait till the next day to get the shit fixed so she can get the fuck out of here and then a dude that she was talking to that she was so called pregnant by had to send her some money to get the car fixed and I was like fuck <laughs> and then you was texting me like well I guess this just wasn't meant to be and damn I guess I just I feel stupid for you know la 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 I was like come on man <laughs> Come on, this ain't my fault. I'm not making this up. <laughs> and um, she finally get the fuck on. Then I finally get to go meet you. Yeah, but that was not that weekend because nah. I worked the weekends. So I believe it was the following Wednesday or Thursday mm-hmm. that you came by because those were my days off at this time. Mm-hmm. And um, bef- when you said that you were, you know, on your way or whatever, I was like, okay. This dude could be crazy, and I didn't tell him where I live. Yeah, and then based on then, what I just told you. <laughs> and then I, I said, well, if he's crazy, I could shoot him. And be absolved of all sin. And it'll be self-defense because he's crazy, and I'm small, and I had to defend myself. <laughs> so, ooh, ooh. so that's hey, the hey, way hey, that hey, was. Hey, if you're listening. Uh, we have 55 minutes and uh, about 50 seconds. She says she was small. Just just want to have that on record. You know what? <laughs> okay, continue. We not. Ooh, okay. <laughs> anyway. So you came by and I opened up the door and I looked up at him. And I noticed his eyes. Shut up. <laughs> I noticed his eyes. He had beautiful, beautiful eyes. And he had on a white shirt and some windsuit, some gray windsuit pants. Which he wound up throwing away later when I wasn't around. He liked pants to make noise. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then um, he was taking off his shoes at the door. And I was like, damn, he got some big ass feet. Mm. And I was like, okay, he's tall. You know what that means, right? What I, the hell? Shut I got, up. I got big socks. Whatever. <laughs> I was like, he's tall. He's got beautiful eyes. He's got a pretty smile. Oh, he's bald. Yeah. Um, well, I was 
I, I don't think I fully embraced it at that yes, time. You did. I did. You was bald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was weird because I remember wearing stocking caps. So no, you did. <laughs> but you I was LL. Bald. No, you weren't. Well, no, I mean, in the aspect <laughs> that I was bald headed wearing a motherfucking stocking cap. I mean, but, uh, I didn't lick my lips that much. We ended up talking. You know, we talked for a long time. Then we started watching movies. And I cooked some dinner. And he didn't want to go home. And I was like, uh, don't you got PT tomorrow? He was like, yeah. I was like, don't you got a ways to go? Yeah, then you need to leave. He's like, but you need to leave. Mm-hmm. So he left. Yeah, I was sad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you would let me stay because I didn't want to fucking go all the way home and just go to sleep. <laughs> well, that's what you had to do. You had PT in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, that was our first meeting. Yeah. And it was cool. Yeah. I mean, she is more detail oriented because I, I like I just know I was there. She asked me to see my tattoos at some point, so I had to take my shirt off and reveal my chicken-esque arms at the time. Because <laughs> I, I, I was slim back then. You know, like, kind of bony slim. Yeah, I fattened them up. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. And I could say I did the same thing. Uh, yeah, because you put, you put a baby in me, so. Yeah, that was that was later, though. This is not a right. Well, you're talking about you plump me up. That's the only way I got plumped up. Nah, I was talking about the cheeks. Boy, bye. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's the the beginnings of us yep. and everything. Oh, shit. We, we done rambled on for so long. We did have some questions that was. Yes, uh, we do have questions. We had some questions that was solicited by you, the listeners, too, in particular. Um, You can send those questions on over to us at Duh Real Robinsons on Instagram or Duh Real <laughs> Robinsons on Twitter. And use the hashtag to Rob's pod. Hey. It's two of us and we piding. So um you remember the first question? I'm gonna pull up the second one. The first question was why are people so shitty around the holidays? And I know that um question came specifically from Miss Lily Toussaint. She's a patron of the show and everything. She contributes once a month. Everything we appreciate it also very much, and um, she's a fellow Louisianian. She works down at the um, freaking neighborhood Walmart on Ryan Street and Twelfth Avenue, I believe. Yeah, I got my streets right. I'm cool. So um, I'm gonna need to go pay a visit again because um, I owe her a T-shirt. So yeah, thank you, Lily. All right, Miss Lily. So I'm going to go with my opinion as to why people are so shitty around the holidays. The stress. Mm-hmm. The stress. It's like holiday after holiday after November. You got Thanksgiving, then you got Christmas, then you got New Year's. So I'm thinking it's the stress of trying to get things for people, whether you have it or not. Um, trying to be around family if your family don't like you, you're still trying to be around them. Um, and people are just rude. Just rude. You, you know, Black Friday, people get pissed. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking it's just the stress of everything and just rudeness in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people just might have had a bad experience the, um, the year prior or some point in their life and they're just like, bah humbug. You know? <laughs> just like, fuck your couch. All right. Thank you for your question. All right, the next question comes from 
that motherfucker Jody B. Jody! Over here on uh, Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter at Jody B501. And his question is, I'm going to hand that over to you because you read more eloquently than I do. <laughs> Tell me about a time one of you forgot a birthday or an anniversary and how it played out. And I'm going to give that to Mr. B. Rob because Mrs. B. Rob don't forget. Yeah, I don't think I've have either. Have I? No. Hmm. I know I may have came close, <laughs> but I, have not, I didn't totally forget. Hmm. What is totally forget? Like. I if re- someone hadn't said something, you would have forgotten? No. Hmm. No, it's never been like that. Hmm. I don't know. You tell me. Hmm. Because I'm going to say I didn't. <laughs> You're going to say you didn't? Uh-huh. So, a particular time in Jacksonville, North Carolina, you didn't forget? Forget what? What are we talking about? Well, you know, my birthday and my anniversary is right in our anniversary is right there. So, I didn't forget nothing then. It's your birth anniversary. Okay. It's your birth anniversary. Yeah. No. No? No. Yeah, that's what we call it because her birthday and our anniversary is what, like three days apart? Yes. So, she get a birth anniversary present. I do. Or anniversary. But you know, in all honesty, um, it would not really be that major because life happens and, you know, sometimes things happen, busy, kids, stress, everything. So, you know, it could always be forgiven and made up. So, yeah, I like the making up part. But um, <laughs> to answer your question, Jody, it's, it's never happened. <laughs> that he knows of. It, it, if if there's nothing brought to light, there's nothing happened. <laughs> and um, he has a, right. a, a second part to that question as well. How did Mrs. deal with you being deployed for months? Oh, my gosh. Becky, look at her. Butt. Well, you know, um, I will say the, the, first, first, yeah. the first deployment was very hard. I damn near hyperventilated when I got back home when he left the first time. And then um, it was hard because we had just gotten married. Mm-hmm. So here I am, a newlywed, and my husband's gone. Uh, thank God I had work to keep me sane. But uh, it was stressful because he was gone and he was being him. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the second time... It was a little harder because the kids were with us then. Yeah, and then we had another kid. And by then the we time. had another. We had a, another one by then. So uh, me by myself with three children it was a little hard. But I just had to be strong for them because they knew that he was gone. At least the older two, anyway. They knew he was gone and where he, you know, was mm-hmm. and what he was there for. Yeah, the older two, they, they've been through it before. I think they've been through all the deployments and everything. Because, I mean, one was not really aware of it because she was so young the first time I went after 9-11. And then they were aware, fully aware of the other one. So, I mean, my kids have been alive as long as I was in the military. So, But the um, baby, she kind of caught the tail end of it. I mean, none of my kids have never known me not to be in the military. Yeah. But, um... I'm going to tell you something that you probably never knew. 
until you know now because I'm telling you exclusive. <laughs> Put the horns up. Beep, 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 beep. Uh-uh. <laughs> that um the last deployment when we was in uh, Jacksonville and I was going to um, Afghanistan. That was my last deployment. Um, it was somewhere we was all leaving. Y'all was about to go drop me off. And I think I told y'all to go ahead to the car. I had to get something or something like that. Uh-huh. Or I sent y'all to the store or some shit. Y'all, y'all had to leave because I was in the house by myself. Uh-huh. And, you know, the first time I left you, you know, I was kind of broke up about it. But at that point, I mean, I had been through, this was my third deployment. I was like, I'm good, uh-huh. you know. But this time it was different because of, you know, the baby and, um, you know, just having everybody there. Um. I think I, I told you how to leave or whatever the case. I was in the house by myself and it just hit me hard. Like it just, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. As soon as the door closed, y'all walked out and I was standing in that room where I wandered in it was and I was walking toward the um, laundry room. Um, I think I was getting my gas mask. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And I was going in there and I was getting ready to reach above um, where the washer and dryer was and get the box down. And I just like, my hands dropped to my hips and I just started fucking crying. And, really? And I was just like, it, it lasted for like, it was like real quick too. It was just like, it it hit me. It rolled over me. Um, like two or three tears came down and I was just like, and then it was gone. I was like, you know, cause yeah, I came back in and I was just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> but it, it hit me just that quick. And even, you know, I can, the only other time that I kind of felt like that is when we left Missouri and I had to go drop Jacks off. Oh, yeah. And then damn, um, we was like, I was like, because it hit me. There's like, I don't have a job anymore. I had to give away my fucking dog and shit. And I was just like, I'm so sad. <laughs> and then it was the same way. It's just like it hit me all at once. I like I cried a little bit and I was like, all right. <laughs> Let's get it done. <laughs> oh, man. No, I did not know that. Yes, because you weren't supposed to. <laughs> At the time, anyway, because I, I, I ain't no poor bitch. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> but There's nothing again, wrong with feeling emotion. But then again, I say this, you know, look, that whole situation, I was about to go out to Afghanistan, you know, be away from my, you know, my, my youngest child, my older kids, and my wife, and all this stuff. You know, I hid that emotion from her and everything, giving away my dog, all that shit, you know, close, sentimental family shit. I hid that from her, but she saw me cry because the motherfucker Undertaker. <laughs> I thought this motherfucker was about to retire and shit, and like I couldn't, con- I couldn't control my that myself. Or my tear ducts was just like, "Fuck you!" She gonna see this shit. <laughs> I was like, "Motherfucker!" I was like, "So you did, <laughs> you did let me know that because you didn't want to be a punk bitch, but." Here you are crying a little, and I remember looking at you like, "Are you crying? <laughs> like, what is what is going on? Why are you are you really crying?" Yeah, but in your um, your words, the only thing you could murder, you know, you could mutter was, "It's the Undertaker, it's the motherfucking Undertaker." I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't get it, but okay, yeah, but yeah, so. That was that, and that's why I feel more confident about letting you in on what happened those two occasions. Because oh, because I seen you cry about the Undertaker. Yeah, that's a real okay. <laughs> anyway, Jody, I had to be strong for the children, and I just prayed constantly and daily that he would return the same way he left. 
and everything would be okay. And I'm glad that he did not have to be gone as long as us army people, mm-hmm. you know. So um, that's how I handled it. Thank you for your question. All right. And um, you too can be a part of the show by submitting your questions. I already told you how by following Duh, Real Robinsons. <laughs> that's D-A Real Robinsons on uh, either Twitter or Instagram and just uh, pop a question in the comments or, or pop us a tweet. You know, use the hashtag to Rob's pod or you can, you know, it's just in the vein of the three R show. This is the two R show. Bam. There you go. Use them hashtags. So corny. It is. It's a two R show. Okay. It's like real Robinson. That's two R's. And there's Rob and Robin. That's two R's. It's a two R show. All right. All two right. R's. Okay. But we have uh, come to the conclusion of this episode. We hope you enjoyed. We ran a little way over with your long winded ass, but uh, it's sorry. fine. Yeah. It was, it's fine. We, we're trying to hone it into a, a solid 35 minutes, but we're well over that. I mean, but you, you have to fle- flesh out these origin stories. We got to. You Let know, you know the beginning. Yeah, the beginning. Then everything else would be like five minutes. Like, All right. Yeah. She kissed me the first time. And I was like, that's just delicious. Let's do it more often. <laughs> and boom, she got a baby. <laughs> well, there's a story about that next time. Yeah. All right. And that was the end of part two. And I hope you enjoyed the um, journey to um, where a Rob met a Robin and they became the Robinsons. So, yeah, and I know a lot of y'all thinking about that. You know, I, I call her Robin, and um, her last name is Robinson. So, it's like, why you do that to her? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had that somebody say that to me, but it is what it is. Well, you didn't want me to keep my maiden name, so. No, I didn't, but yeah. And um, once again, I keep I keep saying it. I can't, uh, I appreciate you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and um, just stay tuned next week. To where um you can what what are we talking about next week? We have to talk about it. All right, we're we still talking about it. <laughs> but um once again, you can be a part of the show. Um, make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter at the Real Robinsons and Instagram at the Real Robinsons. See, you see how we separate that up? How we you know take I take the Twitter, she take the Instagram, which she's supposed to be taking the Instagram in real life, but she ain't really doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I got put me on black. Because it's fun. Uh, I'm pretty sure throughout the rest of these episodes, you're going to do the same to me. But I'm just preemptive strikes. Oh, okay. I'm counting. (laughs) Little jabs. I'm counting. Little jabs. jabs. Keeping score. Okay. You remember all horrible bosses with the little middle? Little jabs. (laughs) Little jabs. jabs. (laughs) But uh, anyway, um, on behalf of myself and Mrs. B-Rob, we'll see you next time.